The word of God for our meditation this morning is recorded in Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Dear fellow redeemed, what makes a person blessed? We might think of someone as blessed who enjoys good fortune, is free from physical pain or other adversity. When do we consider ourselves blessed? When we escape danger from tornadoes while others suffer damage, or we hear of those facing serious illness and we ourselves are healthy, we may count our blessings or use the hashtag blessed on social media. Psalm 1 describes a person who is blessed. This blessedness is spiritual, a gift from God. This blessedness does not depend on one's outward circumstances. What is the reason for this blessedness? It is the joy of being right with God, of possessing his favor, and of basking in the sunshine in the, of his grace. As a result of being right with God, Psalm 1 describes how believers are blessed in their associations, in their endeavors, and in the day of judgment. Blessed are they in their associations. Does it matter with whom we spend our time, with whom we surround ourselves? Consider how much we are influenced by the attitudes, words, and examples of others. So easily we forget God's will and commands in the face of peer pressure, as we are told everyone's doing it. Our text warns us not to be misled by the companionship of evildoers. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Not only does the blessed man not follow and walk according to the advice of the wicked, but he does not stand in the way of sinners. To stand here means to take your stand, to station yourself. We think of Martin Luther's famous words, here I stand as he stood before the rulers and church leaders of his time to take a stand for the truth of God's word. Where are you taking your stand? We are also warned not to sit in the seat of the scornful. The scornful are mockers, those who make light of that which is holy and divine, who make fun of the Christian faith, who ridicule God and defiantly reject his law. With whom do you associate? Do you, to whom do you listen? Confess to God the times when you followed the advice of unbelievers and join them in doing those things that are against God's commandments. Receive the full and free forgiveness of Christ, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. Covered by his perfect life through faith and by the power of his Holy Spirit, seek the counsel and guidance of God's word that you may walk in the light of God's truth. 
Secondly, blessed are they in their endeavors, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. What do you delight in? What gives you great joy? You might have a favorite pastime, such as reading or fishing. How about God's law? Especially to those who have been brought up Lutheran, delighting in God's law might sound odd, since the law is the part of God's word that points out our sin and drives us to despair. Yet the word for law here is Torah. Torah means instruction, which includes both law and gospel. While we are driven to despair of ourselves, seeing our faults in the mirror of God's law, we are given great reason to rejoice in the gospel. Though we have failed to obey the requirements of God's law, we have a Savior, Jesus, who has fulfilled it for us. This is good news. To those of us who are blessed by God, the word has become our delight because it meets our deepest needs. We will want to meditate on his law day and night. This is more than just listening in church an hour on Sunday morning or even going to chapel on a regular basis. This is making use of the scriptures in your daily life taking time in the morning, evening, or other times to read portions of the Bible and pray. To help with this, some local churches offer booklets entitled Meditations that apply God's word of law and gospel to our daily lives in a brief message. As we continue in God's word, we shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Trees in the Middle East often need to be planted next to a man-made irrigation channel in order to become green and fruitful. This is a picture of the planting of the Lord. We are grafted into Christ, the true vine, at baptism. There he washed us with water and his word. He continues to give us spiritual life by bringing his forgiveness to us through his means of grace, the gospel and word and sacrament. Watered by the means of grace, our faith produces good works, the fruits of faith. By faith, we will be like a tree that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. As those whom God has given his full and free forgiveness, we serve the needs of our neighbor according to God's commandments. As we delight in God's word and the Holy Spirit produces fruits of faith in our lives, we are promised, and whatever he does shall prosper. God promises to work all things for our eternal good, whether we outwardly appear to prosper or not, as we're told in Romans. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. By contrast, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. In ancient times, threshing or winnowing was done by tossing grain into the air with winnowing forks. The wind blew away the straw and chaff, what was useless, leaving behind the grain at the winnower's feet. This is a picture of what will happen in the day of judgment. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, 
nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. In this life, there are both believers and unbelievers in the visible church, those outwardly assembled around God's word. Only God can read our hearts and knows who the believers are. But on the last day, those who are believers and unbelievers will be revealed publicly. Jesus says that on the day of judgment, all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And these, the wicked, will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. If we are saved, it is by God's grace alone through faith in Christ. If we are condemned, it is our own fault due to sinful unbelief. Our text concludes, For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The Lord takes notice of, acknowledges the ways of the righteous. The righteous are those who are justified or declared righteous in Christ. Those who are justified are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. God credits us with Jesus' perfect life. We are known by Christ, who tells us, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. The Lord watches over and guards believers all the days of our lives with loving care. Psalm 37 promises, The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. Who is the blessed man? The words of our text today find their fulfillment in Jesus Christ, the sinless Son of Man, who came to establish a perfect righteousness for us. Only in Christ and by his power are we declared righteous and blessed in God's sight and desire to live a God-pleasing life. God grant to each of us his grace, that it may be said of us also, blessed are they in our associations, in our endeavors, and in the day of judgment. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, in your loving wisdom, you have set us beside the fountain of life, like a tree planted by running streams. Grant that the cross of your Son may become our tree of life in the paradise of your saints, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.